Hey, Josh. Pete? Josh, I'm here. Pete? Yes. Swing is the best show ever. Oh, I I wholeheartedly agree. And let's also not... It's going to take a lot of work, but... It's going to take a lot of work, and I didn't see any movie this past weekend that people would know any references for, so we can dive... Oh, that's okay, Pete, because I've watched... 10 James Bond movies in the last week so we've got plenty to pull from oh cool um I mean what's what's a great line like um yeah what's I don't even know what a, a good line is from Bond that's not misogynistic because uh, we're a safe word podcast hello my name is James oh um, James Bond well he always he always does James. Yoda James Bond or Bond James Bond who are you James James Bond and it's like, it's not his actual name, because maybe we'll get into that. Is it actually James Bond or not? Well, here's something, though. So I have this book. It's, you know, regular listeners of the show might know that I'm constantly alluding to various making of movie books. And I have this book called The James Bond Archives. It's edited by this guy named Paul Duncan. It's by this company called Tashin, who's also done two Star Wars books. The okay. Star Wars archives for both the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. I don't have either because they're very expensive books. I think I got the James Bond one on sale. But it, it's kind of like an oral history. Like there's a chapter on each of the movies. And it kind of just goes through the production of each of the movies. And um, Moonraker, for, for anyone unfamiliar, is famously the Roger Moore James Bond movie where he goes to space. And it is the first James Bond movie that came out after Star Wars. And in the chapter in the book, they really go out of their way to try and not bring up Star Wars or claim that Star Wars had anything to do with why they were going to space and why they were doing spaceships. But for the visual effects and the spaceships and stuff, they Mm -hmm. did reach out to ILM, which was made for Star Wars. I mean, that was a fledgling company at that point. Well, and we've ILM. also talked about, Josh, that ILM, basically, if you look at any sci-fi movie after Star Wars, ILM has some role in it. Because whether it's like lighting or um, special effects or something, the reach of that studio is, is really one of, of the things that makes it most valuable as a franchise to Disney when they purchased it. Yeah, ILM and Skywalker Sound are both companies you'll see in the credits for a lot of movies but not moonraker because ilm said that they wanted two percent uh of their of their profits for moonraker to do it and cubby broccoli james bond producer at the time was not okay with that so there you go there's your little movie star wars segue for the week yeah, I mean, and Daniel Craig also now has time to become a Jedi after. Can't. They already used him. Already used him. He's already he's been burned. He's already been in Star Wars. He can't. Yeah, come back. but if already I mean, used him. as we know, there can be multiple people used in Star mm-hmm. Wars. Um, we have Christopher Sean. We have the guy that um, was the voice actor for Anakin, and then he was the prison uh, ship driver in Mandalorian. And, you know, I'm sure there's other people on top of that that have multiple roles in it. So I look forward.
as um, Ray's dad. Sure. And yeah, sure. That's, that's Ray's be, real dad. That's going to be retcon. more exciting than us talking about this Book of Boba trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so Book of Boba Fett trailer came out today. Yeah, yeah, it did. It, we were it, already recording. We were already set to record today, and then something actually happened when we were getting ready to record, rather than half an hour after. So these are these are the the livest takes. So maybe yeah. we're gonna get dragged into the mud for our, our pipe and hot takes. They will have simmered, but similar to that volcano in the Canary Islands that just blew up last week. Um, it's 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 gonna be simmering for multiple days. All right, check out sure. the live stream, and these these takes are piping hot. Mm-hmm. So let's go over to you, Josh. What did you think about that trailer? You know, um, I have two takeaways. Right up top, first takeaway, and who am I? You know, I don't know. I don't have this skill set. I couldn't do any better. But I'm like. I don't know, this Brahmar monk in the beginning skittering around kind of doesn't look that good to me. I don't know. Call me crazy. It just doesn't really look that good to me. Um, well, is it a droid? Is it a droid or is it like an actual being? A spider. A spider thing. Yeah. Is that is that spider thing? It well, looks, it's a, it's a thing's, it's, it's a somebody's brain in uh, the thing, I think. You know, oh, you really? see him in Return of the Jedi and they kind of are going slower. As uh, as Luke oh. or whoever enters Jabba's palace, they're they're in Return of the Jedi, and in the Clone Wars movie, they are there's that sequence where they're storming like a tower. That's a Bromar monastery. I don't think you actually see the monks in there. I don't know. It just looks not great. So that's a real that's a it. spider person. Like... It's like a spite. I think at has... least when I looked it up in Legends in the Star Wars encyclopedia, I had that was pre Disney. Mm-hmm. It was like a spider body with a with an organism's brain in it. I don't, I don't like that. Still, still holds. Yeah, I like it, but I don't know. It just looks kind of fine. Uh, and then my other hot take is just this name. Oh man, it's bad. Book of Boba Fett. That's a bad name, in my humblest of opinion. Um, the Book of Boba. Yeah, for sure. Book of Boba. Uh... All that trailer, and at the end of that trailer, when it's like. Book of Boba Fett. Oh boy! No alliteration. Here's another thing too. Is say you like Twi'leks. Oh my gosh! This is this episode. This this trailer. This show's gonna be for you. But say (laughs) say they're not, and that's you know we're 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 taking both you know both sides of it. Sure. This is gonna suck. It's not gonna be a good time. Um, I am so. I, I'm going through this a little bit as we're talking. Mm-hmm. The Ithorian that's like sitting in Boba's chair or is like similar to Boba in authority or something. The Ithorian looks very good. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty cool. We've never really seen an Ithorian in live action that like can do stuff. And I assume that we're not going to. Um, it'll just kind of be sitting there for a little bit. But one thing that... I've always thought about Boba Fett is he he's a person that likes respect. He <laughs> like people change and so is he. So like I and Josh, um, I, I don't want to lump you in with me, but I would say that 
I had opinions in high school and college that were not refined and I don't have those anymore. So those are, you know, like an opinion about lifting. You know, I used to have these different opinions about lifting and it was just about the most amount of weight. And now, you know, it's more about technique and using every muscle so that I can have six packs on my six pack. But back then it was all for the glitz and glamour as I was working out. So when Boba is like, listen, I'm going to rule based on respect. Um, Jabba ruled based on what, what was the line slavery and like intimidation or something. Um, oh, I we're, have no idea. we're just completely whitewashing what a ship used to be called. And I'm not going to. Oh drag- yeah. I do like that. They changed the ship to the respect one. The respect one. Yeah. So um, people go through changes, um, whether that's um, the company change where they want to sell a bunch of toys and they can't sell, you know, a TV show where the guy's ship is literally called Slave One and then Slave <laughs> Two. Um, we're just going to completely ignore it. And listen, people change, people make mistakes. And we're just kind of here. I'm just going to leave that there. Um, I'm certainly not taking a positive outlook on this trailer. So don't um, say that I'm defending this character. But it was very interesting that he's like, I'm ruling on respect now. Which is not what we've kind of seen other than like a little bit of the Mandalorian season two with Boba. It's interesting that they're changing the arc is what I'm saying. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I feel like I can extrapolate that far just based on him saying something about respect. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I I don't know. The trailer is pretty underwhelming. Yeah, it it really is. It's like not a lot of not a lot of set pieces. We've got yeah, um, just look like Tatooine <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and then we have this like meeting of the captains, and it's like, where the hell were these captains? In yeah. any in any context, like we, we see these Gamorrean guards, we see some n- not so great, but still like a, a um a different variety of Trandoshans. Like we see some Trandoshans that, in my opinion, should be bigger, but whatever. Well, I'm wondering. Yeah, I mean, because the Trandoshans looked a little off in that second episode of the Mandalorian as well. But I'm also wondering if some of them are the same as those hoodlums from the seven samurai episode those raiders that were like mm-hmm. i don't know orc looking i don't know what i didn't the, what are the dog the like the the bulldog looking aliens yeah that's what i'm thinking of i think yeah because they're they're at the table it's it's yeah. um the bulldog looking aliens the Trandoshans, and then is dr evazon the person that gets his arm chopped off or is he the person that just was talking mad smack at Luke in episode four. He's the guy who's talking smack. Ponda Baba gets his arm chopped Ponda off. Ponda Baba. So the, there's like the mm. aliens that are Ponda Baba. Yeah. Um, there too. Which those those look fine. Um, I'm not ever calling to see those um, nightmare walruses, but you know it's true to form of the, the tattooing scenes that we've seen. So yeah, I I mean nothing in the trailer like offended me or made me think they were like oh this doesn't add up or this doesn't make sense or if those people are there why weren't they you know i you know i don't care about that that was all fine you know whatever um 
it just didn't grab me like at all. Now, granted, I pretty much think I've just OD'd on content lately, and I'm pretty much like full. But yeah, I just I don't know. I was like, well, you know, I, you could maybe you just release a poster or something. It just didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a very exciting trailer. I don't know. I feel and like he- a trailer with less of something more intriguing or exciting would have been wet my appetite a little more. And this also, kind of did nothing to, to change my expectations or my excitement level. Like they're just exactly where they were before this trailer came out. And I think a way I would put it, because I agree with that sentiment is it's not like this is an expansion of store of um, this is an, a story expansion of characters from the Mandalorian that I had no connection to. And so I'm not really invested all that much. Like um, Mando, Jamung Jamunji, I'd like to see where he is. You know, we're going to get into um, the, like, is Sabine going to be in season three of The Mandalorian? You know, what's that fight going to be like of, you know, him trying to take Mandalore, uh, Mandalore since there's that whole, like, background with the Darksaber? Where's a little Yanni going? Are we going to see that bad CGI of Luke? for like you know a season um you know then we're doing the ahsoka show on top of that so it's like i don't have a ton invested into this and like it's not there's there's nothing drawing me to it so this the scene where there's like these shield these like um energy shields and he's being boxed in like i don't know like okay he's probably gonna get captured but like if he gets captured so what like i'm not um really all that invested or oh sorry he looks like he chops the guy's head off okay so cool i don't know um this is probably the lukewarmest of takes that we've ever had for a trailer although i guess we were kind of, you were kind of like that with visions um, oh more to follow <laughs> more to follow yeah okay more to follow oh no uh, that sentiment no, will, no. That, sentiment will, that sentiment will continue in a major way for no oh no this is my favorite one too trying, oh. I mean, I, yeah yeah I, I don't know i'm trying to, like mm, that's bad this is a this is i mean this, we are going to make this the best show ever so i'm really curious how you're yeah. gonna pull this across or if is it me that's pulling it across to make well, this the best show ever i mean all the show has to be to be the best show ever is just be better than last week's episode so it shouldn't do be that, that hard. Hard to um, do that. I didn't actually. I I didn't hear much of what you um were just saying, but yeah, I don't know. The trailer didn't really. It it didn't really grab me. I'll you know I'll watch it again, um maybe this evening or or something, and 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 give it another go. But it, yeah, I guess it just it wasn't as intriguing. Like it wasn't nearly as intriguing as that post credits scene at the end of Mandalorian season two, I guess I got, I, yeah, I don't know. Just think around me. A lot of Boba Fett taking someone off, putting it on. Like, yeah, I get it. Why didn't you just call it freaking Boba Fett? Just call the thing freaking Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Why is the book of Boba Fett? That name is, doesn't do it for me. Well, I know. I'm not a pro namer. Yeah. Of, well, we're also going to see, you know, it's because at the end of the season, the Mandalorians from House Fett are going to come after him. Because they're, they're, oh, really, they're really big into houses. Yeah. Really, really, really big in the houses. We've seen Django Fett. We've never seen his house. So, 
does Django have a, a cousin? A niece? That seems to be the popular thing, like with this Hawkeye TV show. Like, oh, look at... They're not related. You don't have to be blood-related to be... You don't have to be blood-related to carry on the legacy. But um, let's get into this. So we're covering um, episode... What is this? Episode 5 of Visions. Five, I believe. Oh, it's not episode nine. We're not done. No, just that's it's the ninth. <laughs> oh, uh, but this would be the this would be to end on um, visions because I mean, we can do that. This is my this is my favorite one so so far. Really, uh, so far. I, I I I mean, I'll have to remember the other ones past it, but uh, the one with the bunny is pretty good. Mm-hmm. but yeah this is this is definitely top three if not the top one for me I'm so trying to decide when to just drop my real hot take on this okay i don't know if i want to get let, rid of it right now but so let's let's do, let's do some background in, let's do some background info so this is um we're covering episode five the ninth jedi in um star wars visions um we've been doing that for a few a few weeks now and this one is was produced by Production IG, which Josh, this is probably the studio that you and I would know the most from. So this is a studio that is responsible for Ghost in, a, in the Shell, which mm. was um, a pretty big um, anime in like what the '90s, early 2000s, and then mm-hmm. I'm only familiar with the movie. Oh really? Okay. The the anime movie, but I know I know it spun into several different. Um, I have the movie on Blu-ray. It says ninety-five. Ninety-five. Oh wow! But I think yeah. there was a show as well. Oh, yep. There you go. Production IG. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, that's their that's the big thing, and um, that I mean I really enjoyed that the anime movie. Um, I agreed that it was a little weird. There was that big whitewashing controversy when they did the live action with Scarlett Johansson. Um, I like, she vaguely looked like the main character, but that's like a lot of anime characters are, can pass as certain white actors. Um, But this is, this is, it's a bit, it's a big, big studio. And you can tell watching this, that it has some of the same, it obviously has some of the same animators that worked on ghost in the shell or the same kind of art style um, with that. So nothing really more to say about the production team behind this. And then this episode is 22 minutes. I think it's the longest. It might be up there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to my hot take. Uh, you want to do the, you want to do the hot take or you want to go through the, no, we're doing the hot take. This okay. was, this episode was so long. That was it. That was, it was so freaking long. Oh my gosh, it's so long. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going. Um, care care to expand? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So this this is probably the longest one um and it feels honestly like it could obviously be a movie and it feels like somebody like this was a movie and somebody hacksawed it into 22 minutes 
Um, it had a lot of action at certain points. Um, this is some of the, to me, more iconic parts of the Star Wars Vision trailer when we saw that a few months ago were based on this. And so it, I, I really enjoyed the story. Um, the actors, were, were you able to kind of, so you, you watched the English sub and then you watched the English dub for this, right? Yeah, I watched the dub today. Okay, so were you able to kind of recognize some of the actors? I recognize Simulia's voice, mm-hmm. um, and then nobody else. Okay, so um, Ethan, which is just a hilarious Jedi name. Yeah. Um, like, oh, it's Ethan. <laughs> Obviously, Ethan's not going to do anything. As soon as they said his name's Ethan, I'm like, oh, he's not the hero. Um, that's Masioka, who was from Heroes. He was the teleporting guy in Heroes, like the main actor from yeah. Heroes. Okay. And then um, Kimiko Glenn was was Kara. Um, she, if you ever watched Orange is the New Black, she is like, I don't know, in season three or season four. And then this guy who played um, the, the Margrave um, is Andrew Cascino, also known as Big Kish, who is a Canadian actor and rapper who... Oh, he he saw Guerrera in Bad Batch, apparently. Hmm. Um. So he's done a Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, he's he is he's the he's the voice actor for Saw Guerrera. He was that in the the Clone Wars as well. Um. And he has a bunch of titles under his name for um different voice acting. So, um, that person I had not recognized. Um, the Margrave, and then it seems like it's a bunch of. Um, voice actors that play all of the like Sith acolytes um, from it or Jedi hunters or whatever uh, but big cast um, and an extremely diverse cast which is something that you know people have been calling for I thought it, I thought it was great um, no issues um, with the cast I again this is one of those episodes where I I didn't recognize Simu Leo I just was like oh that's the that's the Jedi maker. So then I looked past him like, oh, okay, that's Simu Leo. Cool. Um, so Josh, what did you think about the? Hmm. What what did you think of? I know you thought it was long. What did you think of the art style for this? I know that you liked the first the first episode was your favorite art style. Um, uh, did you have an issue with this or? Or what? No, yeah, the art style was definitely long. Um, it was definitely long. And it started and it, and then it, I thought I was born watching this. I'm going to die watching this. Um, no, I thought the art style was was good. Yeah, it, it, I, the uh... robots and the droids in particular, I thought looked really great. All of the droids, or I guess in the one instance, the droid costume that the the one guy is wearing, all thought. Uh, they looked really inspired and they fit, you know, within the Star Wars, but they're also a little different. I'd be thrilled, like to see one of those in live action would be very cool, I'm sure. Well, Car- I-, I like Kara's droid, which is impressive mm-hmm. to have like a sidekick droid that, you know, doesn't it basically look like that one droid from Wally, but not as Apple aesthetic? I-, I can see where you're coming from with that for sure. I'm ju- yeah. This is just dawning on me right now. 
I mean, not that I'm accusing anyone of anything, but I, I also like that droid. Yeah, that that one was pretty good. I what'd you think about um the droid that was on break and was like a mama great. great. Um used one of the other ones and all the other ones were out of commission. Yeah, looks great though. Cool looking droid. That was really cool. The um like Kyber Crystal Trebuchet was interesting. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it really made me think like this is, you know, one of the like non-canon ones, but like could easily be canon because it's, you know, set so far in the future, but it, it doesn't have like any huge technological advances. But, you know, like maybe if societies kind of collapse because of the lack of the Jedi or whatever, they're just catching up, et cetera, et cetera. But this could like in my head, it could easily be like this is a moon that was in the Starkiller base solar system and um, they are using those trebuchets to grab different pieces of like former Starkiller base to get those kyber crystals. Um, that could easily be something that made sense to me. I, re I really enjoyed the artwork as, as they were going through this. Yeah, looked great. Kind of maybe some goofier um, character designs on the, on the, Jedi pretenders. One looked kind of like a big rabbit, and then you had the squid kind of fella. Um, yeah, there's the squid fella, and then you're talking about the, like the old one, the old rabbit with like the mustache. No, I'm talking about the one that is like, oh, he wasn't actually bad. Oh, like kind of like a big hair kind of guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, what did you think about that concept? I know that. This comes very close to them stealing our um, intellectual property with Project Luminous. Uh, with Project Luminous, because they didn't say. Honestly, there would have been a lawsuit on on their hands if the um, lightsaber maker said they also have names. Oh yeah, right. Because we we came up with that idea back in Gal when we were um, contracted. As friends, um, you know, we we donated the proceeds. Uh, we didn't we don't we try not to financially benefit from Star Wars, but we had the idea of having these lightsabers part of Project Luminous where they have a story, they have a name and they have different colors. And, you know, as these people are dueling, the lightsabers are talking um, with each other. And it's mostly like, ow, stop that. <laughs> Why are they doing this? But. It, it, I, I enjoyed the idea. It was an interesting concept of your intentions and your connection to the Force are what ha makes your lightsaber color that specific color. But that's it's not I mean. canon. <laughs> uh, no, it is. It is not canon. Is, Don't care. <laughs> Nobody made their Kylo Crystal bleed or cry or whatever yeah it wasn't ahsoka um fighting like a jedi hunter without a lightsaber and then blowing it up and then changing it to white honestly honestly ahsoka would have like taken out all of them and the margrave like if we're just being honest well and if we're being honest boba fett showed up brought his book oh my god they'd be done yeah, They'd he would. He basically would have bored them to death, and then the, they would have pushed him. 
he would have pushed them into that like weird forge thing where that guy burns alive. That was is that what that was? <laughs> um, I have no idea. Yeah, he I just mean, pushes him on it, and then he's like, "Fine," and then a beat, and then he's on fire. He's dead. Yeah. Um, now, Pete, before they, you know, the last shot, they all get on the spaceship. They they fly away from the space station. Um, and then the camera turns a 180 before they actually inserted a lightsaber sound to let you know. Did you realize that the station looked like a lightsaber? Yes, 100%. You, you, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Even before they played the sound? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't believe you. I... I was able to catch on to that little Easter egg. Um, After they played the sound, yeah. But um, it was... So, there have been different duels. There's not that many duels in, in Vision. Um, would you say that this was the... I guess... Would you say this duel was better or worse than Episode 1, The, the Duel? I mean, I'm not going to say worse. That sounds mean. I thought the first episode was... I preferred it. Mm-hmm. It's... um, They they did a good job in the, in the storytelling of it, of, like, the Margrave looks like a Sith Lord, just with, like, his mask and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... It, it didn't... Uh, did it appear to you when they did the twist and, like, most of those guys were Sith Acolytes. Did it what to me? Like, did you see that coming in the story? Or... Oh, no. But, I mean, first time I watched this, I had to watch it in two parts. Like, I didn't see anything coming. I'm barely here, man. Alright, Josh, we're gonna have to have a a personal conversation (laughs) about your sleeping habits. Um, But, for me... Oh, I I was wide awake. (laughs) It doesn't sound like it. I was wide awake. I I was like, part of me was like, I don't know. Do I really got to watch the dub before? I really, I I really didn't want to rewatch this before we recorded. But I did my I did my responsible um, podcasting, and I I did rewatch it. Yeah, um, and you were bringing just a ton of energy, and um, yeah, into into this. I, I, I don't well, know. So I, I, I enjoyed all of it. I, I thought that if it dragged, it wasn't because there was a quick climax to it and there was, you know, a little bit of drag in the conversation. But I don't know. The, the entire world to me of them restarting this and the fact that they can't even have access to lightsabers. So, like, how are they able to duel so well? Um, and the answer is they weren't because, like, the Margrave mowed down all of them. He killed all of them. Yeah, pretty sure. Um, because Ethan certainly wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Ethan was like, "Oh no, you're not Jedi." Um, I see that. <laughs> I see that none of you have masters, just like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're probably like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna kill this doofus real quick. We just gotta take care of the Margrave first. Um, I. Kara was a great character. I I thought that um, you definitely wanted to see kind of more of it because her was her dad not no, no he said I kept my promise of creating the lightsaber so that's still her actual father that was the promise that he had made 
there wasn't any like her having a bigger significance to the force other than you know she's force sensitive obviously right um yeah so a lot of good yeah go ahead no i didn't i didn't not like this episode i think if i didn't like it i would i would have maybe more to say it's just i don't know i mean this episode it just didn't click i don't know i'm just like this too i don't know i got i got enough star wars you know i got, I, don't, I don't need i got enough i'm good it was like i'm very full and then somebody's like would you like this delicious meal and i'm like yeah i mean it looks great i'm full i'm gonna be full for a while so like as great looking food expertly cooked like i'm good i'm i'm gonna go home well so one way of one way like of you got a glass of water for me or something okay but I'm, you know, I'm full. Well, we we did just get back from a wedding, you know, with the village bride. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you were all in wedding mode, and then boom, you know, it's the ninth Jedi, which yeah, I was full for that one too. Is it actually? I didn't even count him. I assume Kara is the ninth Jedi because she's not really because they kill all of them. Yeah. Well, and I will say, kind of clever, like. I don't know if you're going to I feel like the the title was good because it was it was very clever math because you'd think that like, OK, there's seven Jedi are supposed to be gathered and we're going to keep talking about seven Jedi. So mm-hmm. I feel like conventional wisdom, like if you're just going to take the easy, clever name, you can go, oh, call it the eighth Jedi, because then everyone's going to be like, well, there's only seven here. One better. There you go. Oh, actually, it's the ninth Jedi. And then you spend the whole freaking time like. Or two of them somewhere. Now you said there were seven, including the Margrave, or the Margrave and not Kara. including the Margrave, I guess, because it's—I mean—the seven they have gathered. Yeah, not including the Margrave, because mm-hmm. they keep saying, "Oh, seven, 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 blah, blah, blah." They um, do a really good job of um, naming these characters, and I'm never going to remember these names. I like, don't remember a single name. We got well, obviously, remember Ethan. All right, so just stop lying. Um, and the Merovingian, I remember him. We've got Rodin, Nizo, Homan, Henjin, Taguro, Boatman Droid, and then we got the narrator, um, which apparently there was a narrator. Oh, yes, uh, the 10th Jedi. The the 10th Jedi, Neil Kaplan, the narrator. Uh, let's see if he's done anything. I d- uh, he probably has. Oh, he done. I mean, I feel like if you're an accomplished voice actor you've touched star wars at one point and i was wrong that was his first star wars project okay um other stuff in visions though he's been in earlier episodes i think oh has he okay i'm pretty sure the name is definitely familiar um so with that being with that being the case i i'm actually i'm it's interesting that you you say that because you're a person that loves them saying or the episode being specifically about it and this one trick or treat they're trying to trick you because she's not really the ninth jedi failing well then who is well they're out there they can feel no the the rest of jedi are still there they just got killed no no no, those those were sith acolytes yeah that killed the jedi who got the message they're acolytes and took their place they belong to the dark side. Yeah, I the, know, Dummy. Oh, they, they, they don't killed have... seven Jedi, six Jedi. 
So those yeah. other Jedi still existed. They were just dead. They still count. Yeah, I guess so. You should know this. This is like your favorite thing you've ever seen in your whole life. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so... Peach, did you dress up as Star Wars for Halloween? I... I did not. Um, I I was working during Halloween. So... Some yeah, people dressed. dressed up, some people dressed up at work, and that was a little weird. Not um, you. You're too cool. I actually, <laughs> there's. I'll 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 end with my takes on this. But there is there is a a student of mine. Um, the school doesn't allow people to dress up, and not he, even at Squid Game. Not even a not even a Squid Game. Um, but what he did was um, he popped his shirt collar. And his sports coat collar, and then he said he was a vampire, and nobody said anything. So it's just this kid like walking with a pop collar for the entire day, um, and they just looked at him like, "Oh, cool, you're a vampire." Life hack. Life hack. Um, when somebody tells you no, you find a creative solution to get that candy. Um, How I keep telling Pete, "No, I don't want to do another episode of this podcast," and he keeps finding creative loopholes. Yeah, because Josh was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna record. I'm not gonna record. I, 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 I don't want to fall asleep watching this episode." And then, boom, Book of Boba uh, trailer drops, and yep. we, yep. we, we got to, you know, give our our takes of this isn't for us. You and know, I have it where would the world authority. be? Yeah, go ahead. I have it on good authority that Pete, knowing I didn't want to record this this week, um, schemed as a Star Wars insider that he is, to get the book above that trailer released early, specifically today. And so the trailer wasn't even ready, which is why it's not that good. But he, he spoke to the movers and shakers at Lucasfilm and got it released like ASAP so that I would have to talk about it on the, on the pod. So Josh, you, and this might not, this, this will probably not surprise you, but you're not the first person to accuse me of abusing my authority and collusion in the last three days. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, with that, so this is running a little bit longer than our Vision episodes have. Uh, we're going to be covering the Droid episode, um, which is uh, uh, oh, T0B1 <laughs> or Toby. Oh, Toby. No, nice. <laughs> uh, cool. oh, so. Poe's podcast at gmail.com and we'll see you next week. And we'll check our email one day.